Hold on. What'd you say, Jace? Last player of the first round of the 2011 draft. Kyrie went first. Who went last? Draymond Whoopi Green. Goldberg. It was not Whoopi Goldberg. It wasn't Draymond Green? No. God, no. That That's not the Draymond Green draft. Vucevic. No. Uh, Yogi, uh, Yogi Ferrell. No, uh, I'll give you a hint. He is currently in the playoffs right now. Uh, oh, there's Yoda. Yoda. No. Nope. Uh, in the playoffs right now, the Jimmy Butler. The Jimmy Butler was the last pick. See, that just pisses round. me off because, and this is unfair. And we're starting the show with basketball talk. This is, it pisses me off, and it's unfair, right? Okay, but it just pisses me off because there is talent to be found like that. And yes, the Mavs have found like late first round projects that turned into something but it just feels like so many times they were just like fuck it let's punt shan foster at the end of the first round when there's jimmy butler's there yeah but there's trust me i'm looking at this list there's way more uh reggie jackson's and jordan spurs don't have any trouble hitting spurs don't have any trouble hitting you think Reggie Mr. Jackson you think Mr. A- Shark Tank could maybe go and figure out how to replicate someone's organizational processes? Mr. Shark Tank. You want to know who got, the Spurs got right, right down the right you know down who, the effing road? They they <laughs> every guy they draft turns into a starter. You know Mr. who Mr. MBA business over here who thinks he's the the god of capitalism can't figure out how to replicate another organization's processes? You know who had the pick right I'm before sick of Jimmy this legend Butler? building bullshit with this guy. San Antonio Spurs picks right before Jimmy Butler, and they took Corey Joseph. Mm. They they do miss, but they hit I more often than out. others. I would like to make a, a highlight. Riley, I didn't want to start talk. I didn't want to start talking basketball, but y'all. Got I want to highlight your point though. He looked out into the NBA landscape and said, "I'm going to look at one of these other franchise models and try to do what they're doing." Right. And instead of, I mean, he was never going to look at the Houston Rockets and there's, you know, multiple short stints of quote unquote success that you could look at for the Houston Rockets. But overall, hasn't been that great since Hakeem was there, right? Is that a fair assessment in everybody's? Yeah. Right. They've got short. They've hit three. They've hit three center lotteries between Elvin Hayes, Hakeem and uh, Yao Ming and They've had success of varying levels associated with each one. And so he looked that, out. They had this brief Daryl Morey shooting threes before everyone else did dalliance with being a contender for a couple years, and that's it. He looked out, and he said, not going to look in the state of Texas anymore. You know who we're going to be? New Jersey. Yeah. Which I Bro- know Brooklyn. is Brooklyn, but it's always going to be New Jersey. New Jersey to me. Yeah. Derek Coleman and Drazen Petrovic, who, by the way, both would be easily the best player Luke had ever played with until Kyrie. Uh, my guy uh, who does the uh, uh, Jenkins and Jones podcast, uh, Ledrethro Jenkins, uh, put together, he uh, forget the basketball site that he works for, but he put together a highlight today of uh, Vince Carter and Jason Kidd's time in New Jersey, New Jersey proper. And it reminded me, we even we even did that over again here. Like we even mm-hmm. we even said, sure did. let's get the Jason Kidd Vince Carter show going again. What is this guy's deal with? with hey, Brooklyn, no one wants to lead off two shows in a row with basketball talk. So I'll 
tell you what I was going to tell you when I asked you to hit record. I used to have in this desk drawer. Oh, shit. I just spilled my beer. I used to have in this desk drawer like 20 pairs of AirPods, you know, like because they come with your oh, every God, phone you Jesus. get, you know. That's nice, dude. Wow. How, you got how many phones have you owned between you and your spouse? I mean, maybe hold on. Do you one. mean earbuds? Oh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Not the wireless. My bad. You no, said I've AirPods. Only owned, my bad. No, I've only owned two of those because the dog ate one. Um, Could you anyway, hear it playing? I, I used to have, no, I just couldn't find it. And then I found chewed up pieces of plastic in the living room. It was great because uh, I use them constantly. Uh, no, I used to have, you know, ton of them. And I, I remember now I threw them all away because they don't fit my ears. You, you suggested earlier we were talking about stuff that we're not going to belabor, but you were like, yeah, just use a leftover pair of, you know, ear, what are they ear called? Ear, ear, Earbuds. No, a- Apple has a particular name for them. Oh, you I'm wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Person. Anyway, they won't. The Apple ones will not stay in my ears. I have to have something with the Ear, uh, memory phones. I think it's earpods, probably. Earbuds. So anyway, earbuds. That's no, the generic not called term. Earbuds. That's the generic God, you term. are so great value, Brad. Yeah, man, he'll Don't never get you it. Right, damn like, dare. He'll never. That's get That's a generic it. term. The idea so anyway. that you would say Samsung or is it Samsung or Droid? Are you saying Droid is great value? Any, any, yes, any Android-driven product is great value. You that's that just shows what you know. It just shows what you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what he's gonna do now, Rylan? I, this is what every he's Android tell user us. does. It has a faster dude, processor. Dude, have you heard? I, I, I would I can never customize. I can customize uh, it however I want. You guys I can are stuck my, with your. I, I can make my icons <laughs> bigger, and it has a it has a six core. 300 megahertz processor. Okay, nerd from 1992. That's fucking cute. Hey, it just shows how little you guys... No, hold on. It just shows how little you guys have interfaced with the product. That's all I'm going to say. I I don't feel like... I'm not an Apple person. I don't feel like proselytizing every single chance I get about the greatness that is the cell phone maker that I... No, oh, I, obviously. I just react obviously. to you. I just react yeah, to you. Yeah, we're just I reacting like, to you, man. I like the Dallas Cowboys, and I like Apple, and I think it's funny that you make a part of your identity not liking those things. So yeah. I to be clear, I was. Fun of you. He's right. I, He's I right. didn't. I didn't get on and be like, "Oh, everybody's doing iPhones." There was a point in time <laughs> where the iPhone was coming out and Samsung was also coming out with smartphones. We weren't even calling them Androids yet. And I just happened to see the Samsung one and loved it immediately. And I just stayed with them and it wasn't ever a thing until like two years ago. I believe you. I do actually believe you on this. I never, uh, do you have to put your SIM card in there and replace the battery every seven to eight months? I I guarantee you this thing's battery can kill what you do. Oh, you guarantee, huh? You guarantee. guarantee. Did you guys ever have to take take apart the BlackBerry to clean the little scroll ball? Never did BlackBerry. Hated BlackBerry. We had them for work. I got got like fat thumbs. I I don't know. In the pre-iPhone years, it was actually really critical for work for six, seven years before iPhone. and Because they were the first one... You could that do made all the work email stuff. easily. Yeah, right? it was easy, and we could we used them for alerting and the whole thing. Send DPs, DPICs. Hey, uh, um, did you know there's anyway. a movie that just came out about BlackBerry? No way, really. What's it called? It's Hold supposed on. to be really good. I thought he was going to make a joke. You're serious? 
Yeah, no, it's I'm got interested. the guy from Always Sunny in it. It's supposed to, no, it's supposed to be phenomenal. Like that it's supposed to be one of the best movies of the year. They were they had some good technology early on, you know. They had their whole like well, they had their own network for delivering their own, you know, data and stuff outside of just what you would use for, you know, email and whatever it. and it was more resilient and sometimes when things went down it would still work. It was cool. Um When you took pictures of was it flattering? Of your no. date when you took pictures of your date. No, no, they're they're low res camera, no camera. The browser Dude, was I, never I good. I prefer low res. That's what you want. Um, anyway, human dance. Um, human dance. Oh, sorry. Human dance. Human dance. God, Ryland. Human dance. Human human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Let Brad produce. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Artemis. Human dance. Artemis. Human dance. Get up off your ass. Ticket, you want to hire us in and bring us in to do some weekend work? I think we're willing to do that. Get up off your ass for the Human Dads Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Human Dads Podcast. This is my professional presentation. It's currently 7.57. Sun is out. Date is 5.25.23. We are 20 days past Cinco de Mayo and Jason is having a hard time dealing with it. (laughs) God, what a terrible setup. Um, hey, do you guys, you know how um, well, we talk a lot about back pain and on this show, general, it's recurring. Yeah, yeah, it's in general, a, my man. You want to talk about dad topics. Yeah. Well, we recently upgraded our... Um, no, heating and cooling. Ten minutes into the show, and he's got sex swing checked off his yeah. list. You know, like we have it, like something you put in the freezer, like the gel pack thing you put in the yeah. freezer, and you. But if Gotta you want to heat one. it up, you can. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. There's one. I'm ankle guy, so there's one that's shaped like a foot. But then we have a generic one that come that we just bought that it. Uh, you can warm it up or leave it cold, and it goes inside a sleeve. Warm it up. Chris. Uh, and it's for your. It's it's for your lower I back, you. and it basically looks like uh, like a weightlifting belt kind of shape, right? Yeah. Okay. But the the cold the cold hot thingy the gel pack comes out, uh, and so I took that one out and I put it in the freezer and then I was left with this empty thing. I didn't want to leave it in the freezer, and so I rolled it up and made the Velcro like wrap around it so that it was just a nice tight little burrito. And I thought, where can I put this so that it's easily found here near the freezer? And there's a place in the kitchen where there's this cabinet that doesn't get used a lot and all that's really ever in there is like kids lunch boxes Courtney when she takes a lunch there was like when they were little we would keep miniature packages of wet wipes in there to grab and take with us it was that kind of like portable food supplies very loosely organized whatever and I opened it up I hadn't looked in there and I don't know how long because you know the kids do their own lunches and I don't really look I opened it up and I thought, that's a good place for it. There's a lot of space in there. It's in the kitchen. I opened it up and the bottom shelf, it's two shelves. The bottom shelf right above the floor was 
pretty much empty. So I thought, perfect. And I bent down to look down in there. Way back at the back of the cabinet. All the way at the back. Past somebody's old lunchbox that probably needs to be thrown away. There was a candle. You found another one. It's a callback. It's a callback, guys. They're everywhere. He's doing They're a callback. Everywhere. What flavor was it? Uh, uh, white. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was it mayonnaise flavor? What flavor was it? West <laughs> Virginia. What? Yeah. It was foothills of West Virginia. No, I don't know. Uh, we got Teacher Appreciation Week. was two weeks ago. Courtney's not a teacher, but people don't know that. She works at a school, so she gets Starbucks gift cards, uh, sweets, yeah. and candles. And we've been, since we had the conversation here, we've been burning no fewer than two candles at a time outside when we're sitting out there, plus one in here. And I am still net positive on candles since we had that conversation three, four weeks ago. However you got to start giving those away. You just, I mean, you got to start gift, re-gifting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how many rooms I got to burn. I've been, I'm a candle guy now, man, and I can't even smell them. You're burning candles outside. That's so weird, man. First of all, outside smells better than any other candle that you could possibly burn. I don't know. I like the hot citronella, like a hot evening with the citronella burning to keep the mosquitoes away. And I know it doesn't work, but I just the vibe of the patio. I like to smell that grass. I want to smell the the dog shit that's been sitting out there for just a little too long. I want it. I want that. Oh, I want that straight in my nostrils. You know when the wind. The wind direction changes, and you get the the full whiff of the dog shit. Speaking of full whiff of dog shit, you guys just give me two seconds. Y'all carry the show for a second. I know Brad, you can Brad is on the verge of of vomit just, because his so dog you guys know his dog farted before the show started, and we almost had to cancel our plans for tonight. He started gagging. He started like so dry heaving. Now I'm worried that he's got some some of the dire yeah. on the carpet. <laughs> Could have a little drip of dye. We've been there. Little little drip of dog diarrhea right there on the carpet. I do like sitting outside in the summer. I I have um my my patio setup is nowhere near as nice as yours, Rylan. Not even close. You have a apps your your patio is a, probably as big as both of my living rooms combined. You have a gigantic patio. Human dance. Yeah, but Human dance. You, what Human is Come happening? on, Jesus Human Christ. Human he comes in Human and dance. fucks Human it up. Dance. What are you doing? I was I, in the middle. I didn't push anything, and it just. <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't push anything, Rylan. Well, it, just, it's, it it's, just happened. You know what, Brad? I'm, I'm glad you're back because Jason just admitted to having two living rooms. Okay, but one of them is we like need... a half living room. It, yeah. But the point is, Rylan has an amazing setup in Trophy Club. And I, I have a nice setup, though. I, I, when I bought my house, it was a concrete slab that was all cracked up, and I had a, a nice wood deck put out there, and it's covered. It's, it's all completely covered. Got a TV out there, and I, one of the first things I did when I started setting up the patio was that I installed a, a pretty big fan to the wall of, of my covered patio. And... The fan's old, so it doesn't actually move anymore, but it still works well. Like, I can turn it on. It just it can't oscillate. doesn't have that ability. How Man, big is it? It's pretty big. It's, I would say it's probably 16 inches, maybe. Because I got one, and we weren't ever able to utilize it, and it's well Which past I, the I guess return window. 
and I'll I'll drop it off over there. See if you can use it. It wall mounts. I don't. I I don't know. I digress. I'll send you a picture. Bring it over Wait, there. You, you just have a fan sitting around that you're not using in my garage in the box still. Dude, wow. Yeah, I need to replace this one. I get that, but it, it's strong. But, too but strong. I don't know if it's 16 inches. I'd say it's maybe like 12 or 14. That would be fine. This is probably too big anyway. But but I my point is that during the summer, if you don't have a fan, yeah. I, you just can't do it, dude. And 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 by the way, there is, n- and Brad knows this as well as anybody. Trust me, I've been on his patio. There's no amount of mosquito control that can be done in the summer in Texas that will allow you to sit out there. The fan serves the purpose of cooling, but even more importantly, keeps the, keep it, circulating. Keeps the mosquitoes away from away from me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You be, the last time you were over here sitting out too, we also had such a plant water situation that really yeah. helped the mosquitoes uh what would you call it like thrive they were thriving like, they were just, thriving yeah just thrive the other thing about it too is though even though i can go out there and see that many mosquitoes like the night you were here let's say you got bit 27 times easily i might have gotten bit twice yeah yeah so i didn't was- really get I didn't really get bit very many times that night, but Courtney, when we're sitting out here, she'll be the one to get bit. It's like they think she tastes better, so if we're together, they go to her. But if I'm alone, they'll more not as many, but more will come to me. Molly and Sage, Molly and Sage will get it, and then I got a buddy, his wife. She will literally go outside in like the 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 personal tent and like sit, like for real. I'm not kidding. She'll wear a tent. The, but like the it's I, I don't know if you've ever seen these, but like she'll wear like a yeah. I'm a I don't know how close of a buddy this guy got a buddy is, but I don't know about that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, just don't go outside. Don't it's go outside. About as close as it can get. She yeah, gets like hives yeah. and shit from the bugs. Like, what are you supposed to do? Just don't go outside. Yeah, I just don't think I'd go. Not mad at you. I'm not saying it's like a every every time, but she's I've definitely seen it. I thought so, about enclosing the porch, but I have not. I've not gone that far yet. Like screens. I feel like when when people do that with the screens, it it just makes it like it it's not cuts off enjoyable. the airflow. It's yeah. just not. It doesn't feel as 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 nice being out there. Yep, that's why I haven't Speaking done it. Speaking of uh, home improvement, if you will, ask me who came over to our house recently. Brad, the plumber. Who came over to your house recently? Uh, a nice lady architect. Oh, a architect. And her friend or co-worker who takes diligent notes and asks very thorough questions. And uh, I was telling Molly... Um, I feel like it's a little bit like going to a plastic surgeon where like a surgeon is going to look at you and be like, you're beautiful. And I know you said you came here for the the face, but have you looked at your arms? Mm, What what about the, where you're, 
where your knee connects to the back of your thigh. Have you looked there? Yeah, I need also, to see that. as as you turn around, I'm looking at your posterior here, and uh, I think there's some things. A little Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Also, the way that the 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 back of your neck has dog. like that hot dog wrinkle that goes into the your cranial fold. Yeah. There, yeah. that's what that's yeah. called, the cranial fold. Uh, I think we could probably. So, we're, obviously, we're gonna do the face, like you mentioned. But I gotta say, the where <laughs> the crease between the elbow where it meets the arm, I think we gotta do those. I'm too sensitive to go to a plastic surgeon. But that's what this felt like. Was like, uh, hey, is it possible the... that it uh, stems from like uh, that person having a deeper understanding of how to build things onto or within your stru existing structure? You understand what I'm saying? Like, is it possible that there's like a that it's just more of an expertise thing than a than a have you thought With... about your your whatever? It's a great point you make a, a bring up. It's not lost on me without question. It? That's what it is. I'm just telling you how it feels. I'm not talking about <laughs> like the the rationale and reason. But do you think I'm curious because they could just be upselling you too, right? Like, no, no, or, because I, I, I scope very much, she had a, a, a line of reasoning, right? It wasn't just like so, yeah. like, uh, when I go and I present a sales pitch uh, to a dentist, if you will. You're My main thing is like, look, uh, you can find cheaper than us. You can find more expensive, maybe higher quality than us. But for the price point, the level of quality you get combined with the level of service and people who take your work personally, I don't think you're going to find somebody that compares to us. So you're addressing the all points of the spectrum there, right? If you want to go boutique and spend twice what we charge you, that option is there. If you want to go Walmart and spend, you know, half, less than half of what we charge you, that option's there. But somebody who takes your work personally for a reasonable price and provides a high level of service, that's where we're at. And I'm explaining to you a line of reasoning. Like, I, I'm not trying to sell you. Like, I'm trying to place us where we are and what we offer. And that's what this lady was doing was, look, when you, when you're, uh, uh, remodeling a house, adding to a house, you're thinking, okay, am I doing this for me personally? Or am I doing this with the idea that, you know, I'm kind of just a, a what's the word I'm looking for here, a steward of this house, and it's going to be somebody else's house, there are going to be buyers in the future. So what are those buyers going to say? What is what are you going to do that would preclude the buyers from looking at your house and being interested? Or how can you uh, ride that line and keep the balance of getting what you want in the remodel, but also making it to where if you decide to leave this place, it's still sellable. Can I can I throw something out to you about that? I yeah. a general HSO that I have about that whole like thing that exists in our world today, sports. I get real uncomfortable about this attitude that we have that everything you do to your house should be about how to sell it. At what point does it become your home? Let it be your people. And, and, and I know this is kind of like, this is kind of like a, you know, Chris, Chris type attitude of versus I think more mainstream. And it's like, 
taken as, oh, well, the, the expert is telling me to think about this financial thing. If I don't acknowledge it and take it seriously, then I'm the stupid one in the conversation. But like, at what point do you get to just do what you want to your house? Because you want to know who's stupid and who has poor taste? People that buy houses. Everyone. Yeah. I, again, take your point. Not here to disagree with you. No, I'm not saying you're uh, doing that or whatever. I'm just saying. No, no, people, I just to people, defend her, her line of take thinking. That, they take that line about anything. I'm like, what? like leave it alone. Like, dumbass people. To defend her line of buy thinking. Your house. Her line of thinking is the amount of money you're about to put down here. If you're telling me this is your forever home and this thing ain't leaving until they're carrying you out or you're going to your your old folks place, then I think you're having a different conversation. But we posed it to her as, you know, we're doing this with the idea that, yes, it's a long term situation, but we don't want it to we don't want to be stuck in it to where it only fits a familial situation like what we've got going on or the but who, personal decisions we made who's really qualified to decide what a buyer is going to want if you don't know when you're going to be selling it it's That's one thing point. if you it's one thing if you say we're going to we're going to be here three more years four more years and for sure no more than that okay fine but these things change anyway you know if we were going to be Could here I, four more more years we wouldn't be doing this can i take a step back well you mean you you mean like you're going to be there longer that's my thought, but the idea, though, I think, is to leave the flexibility so that it still has mass appeal if we decide that four I wouldn't, years. We bro, have you out. looked at have you looked at the numbers in the metro area? We're going to have a housing shortage for twenty more years. You yeah. ain't got to worry about mass appeal. Just as get somebody what you who's want and sell it when you house. need to move. Yeah, as somebody who's looked for yeah. a house. Well, why don't you update us? Because we've talked about this on the show, and you at one point were deciding between Reno. Or purchase a new home. It's true. And you we act, haven't really... had another. No, you yeah. had another guy come out, and you're like, "No, this is not going to work." The guy's like, first, uh, like you're an idiot for even considering this," and walked out of your that house. guy. The other guy I talked to said this. So we've talked to a realtor, we've talked to a a major remodel guy, and then we've talked to this lady who uh, calls herself an architect, but I think she specializes in maximizing what you have, and then either adding to it or finding the Budget is the wrong way to put it, but like finding the most you can get out of what you have. Optimal res you resource optimal whatever. Yeah, optimal sure. use what of resources. She, what she charge you to do this? Word salad over here to come out and talk to us. Yeah, I don't. I hate sharing that. Like I don't care about this. Give stuff. us a range. Give us a range. Yeah, we're, like we're a all nice men hotel. here. One one night at a nice hotel. Okay. A very nice hotel. I may have her come out. I, I may want to get this information because I, as we've she, talked about, as far as that part goes, and the, the when she came over, I thought she was great. Okay, really enjoyed her. I'm struggling to find room, as I, as you know, I'm I'm. That's what it comes down to for us. Yeah. So yeah. when I I called the guy, he didn't even come over. The guy said, "Hey, dude, uh, just let you know. I know where you live. I've looked at multiple houses in your neighborhood. Yeah. One from an investment perspective, and two from uh, full renos and adding additions and whatnot. And just let you know where I'm at. I'm not really going to do it unless you knock the whole thing down. 
uh, because to me, I just don't know if it's worth it. You want to add a second floor, we're going to knock the roof off. It's going to rain on the floor that you have currently. You need to change that. that which floor. is such, by the way, that's such a weird, I've thought about that so much since you said that. I'm like, and dude, that's I, a thing that happens in any, like you don't account for that in your. I, again, yeah, it seems I like you have to, I, I would like to yeah. know exactly how, but I mean, don't they have ways to mitigate that? I think what this guy was <laughs> so saying weird. is like, look, to 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 add you a second floor, you've got cast iron pipes, and we're going to be putting in PVC. Tying the two together, no fun. I don't know what your wiring is like, no fun. Yeah, uh, uh, I I would just as soon charge you three hundred thousand more than what you're saying right now, and give you a brand new house, three hundred, four hundred. Yeah, you know, to him, he he's he didn't just, want to f with it. He was a yeah. he was he wanted to turn those tables and go but on to the still next a project. Weird thing to go, which is yeah, fine well, we if that's your... what, how you want to do it. But this girl sounds like she was. This is a, a woman, Ryland. It's a don't you ever a, say girl. It's a Ryland, fucking lady. Sounds like she was more of a craft, more of a craftsman, right? Like more of a art artist, Crush not artist, lady. A creative, like really trying to bespoke I, I genuinely service. think she, she has an architecture background. So yeah, she. So does, what? Did, what did this architect at say? At you want to run that back by me real quick? What'd you say? What'd I say? Architect at. What's a girl architect? Right. It's not a Ar girl. First architect. off. Architectress. Why do you guys gender everything? Why are you guys such freaking knuckle dragon apes? Architectress. <laughs> it's not an architectress. <laughs> you don't know that. You haven't looked it up Stop yet. You don't know. You don't know that. He's right. You do not know that. The so. damn hell is wrong with you guys? It's twenty and twenty three. It's not a stewardess. She was a lovely lady. What was she wearing when she came over? Uh, nice. I don't know. Short sleeve shirt with like the, the button up over shirt with like some jeans and like an open toe. I mean, okay. uh, trying up. to. Trying to, Man, trying to. He pays more, way more attention than I would have. I would have been like, yeah. Did you see how he started to recall it? He like, and, it's almost like pants. he had like a picture in his head. Uh oh, the dog's back. Oh, hey, boy. what happened? Are we, are we okay? In there? I ran her outside, dude, because the the flatulence in here was so fucking potent. And then she got up and she started looking around. Now this is not a dog that has shat in the house in years. You know, she's going to be three this What's year. That like? But no I'm not here to challenge it. If you look around, you start smelling and then look me in my eyes like she got up. Most of the time she just lays in here when we do the show. But she got up and she looked me in my eyes after cutting just freaking lethal ass. Just like sour beer and the nicest of cheeses ass. Like, did I, she look at you in the eyes while she was farting? No, she didn't. She had already like, <laughs> that'd be that'd be polluted the I would, room. I would have you know, a new I, favorite I'm surprised dog. you guys didn't say anything. Like, what's that green waft going across the screen? Like, it the looked waft. like a damn cartoon. Leave her alone. Listen to me, Jason. You have a, a nice aunt who probably is good at making like brownies or macaroni and cheese or I. 
popsicles? What what's your aunt make? She made this really good uh, broccoli cheese rice casserole once, and it, is she oh, dead? No, that was my sister. That was my kid's aunt. I do. Excuse like me. Your aunt's still with us. Don't you think I would have led with that? If she I wasn't? don't think you would have. I think you would have walked us down a path and then been I like, would "Never, I would never." She got the cancer that uh, my grandpa got, and then no, is make there a big a, she did not. She did, my my aunt did not get prostate cancer. No. Okay, so this lady is like your aunt <laughs> who like makes good cookies. Okay. So, okay. So how so how did this end up? Are you? Did she make you feel better? Or worse? Are you worried about that your she your your house like needs a gonna... needs a Brazilian butt lift and has cankles? Yeah, I I think I'm gonna love every single idea that she comes up with, and she's gonna send us prints and bleh, I don't know all the stuff, and I think every idea she comes up with is gonna be absolutely brilliant and genius, and everything we discussed awesome, but it's gonna result in not living here for half a year. And trading in all of our equity that we have in the home and turning our mortgage into double. And I don't know. I'm just scared, Daddy. I'm just somebody hold me. I'm just so scared. The the money part aside, which is obviously ultimately the biggest part, because if you can't do it, then it's not even an option. Um, but but at least you can kind of quantify that, right? Like you can weigh it against. Well, what else would I want to do if I could save that money or do whatever all your options would be, right? You can quantify that, but you really can't put a price on just being able to come home to a peaceful house, man. I think True. that's I think that's what would stop me from ever going that hard at it. I, I mean, if, if it was a smallish disruption, maybe I could manage it, but I just, I don't think I could do it. I just don't think I could, I got to be able to like retreat into a situation of total control at I, least for 10 minutes out the, out of the day. I kind of skipped to the end there. You said, what'd you do? I talked to the guy. He said, knock down your house. I'm not really into it. Obviously reflected the point of the business that he's in. He's obviously got a full plate and doesn't need to take on anything that he doesn't feel like is absolutely necessary. Right. And we talked to a realtor, uh, talked about listing the house. We got him to fill out an MLS profile for us. He's sending us homes that are available every day on the market, still getting notified, still getting emails of houses that are listed within the area that fulfill the criteria that we put in. And it is bleak, guys. It just, one, there's not that great a supply. Two, what what does exist is just existing at a ridiculous markup. And three, it's not like most of these places are move-in ready. The markup is ridiculous to be uh, achieving market value. And then, like, they still got fucking, like, wallpaper? Wallpaper? Wallpaper's the worst. You know what I did at my first house? I'm not saying that you... I painted over it. I didn't even take it off. I just painted straight over it. No one knew. I'm not saying you can't execute with wallpaper these days. You can. You could still use wallpaper. But when you look at the wallpaper and you remember, I drank a high C in front of that wallpaper. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When you look at the wallpaper and you're like, I used to eat oatmeal cream pies with Joseph McIntyre in front of that wallpaper. You know what I'm saying? Probably looked at like, you know, the box scores in the Fort Worth Star Telegram in front of that wallpaper. 
And so then you're like, okay, that's not at the top of our budget, but it's not that far away from the top of our budget. And we've got to rip wallpaper off. We've got to get carpet that looks, you know, not from 1996. And obviously all of this stuff could be done in phases, but it still has to be done. And you're spending at the top of what your like mortgage budget is. Mm. And it just, it's not a good feeling. And so, yeah, that's where we're at. So yes, that's why we had the architect lady came out, come out. Our idea was, Hey, let's throw in one of these office studios in the backyard that people are doing that are like, sheds with hvac and insulation and they look all cute and nice because we've got the space you guys have seen it uh, i got a fairly big you backyard have, like you have the perfect backyard for that let's let yeah. the listeners hear that my yard in a million years could not accommodate this well that's because your yard is 90 percent patio and brad, <laughs> but, but brad you would have i'm jealous actually it'd be really cool to have like a uh brad does have accessory two dwelling <laughs> It it works out nice. Turn it. Would it be Molly's or yours though? I hers. I mean, it would. You move majority. It majority would be hers because that's where she would move her office. Yeah. Uh, but like Stabbing that's cabin. where the podcast. I'm sorry. Sounded like you coughed there. What'd you say? No, I just asked if it was. Have you? You could. Like put a recliner out there, like a TV and stuff. I didn't hear anything that sounded like a recliner. What did you say it was? What you can't you just say. I I think you said stabbing cabin. I don't even know what that is. Your kids are going to listen to this, and they might not know the colloquial term for a coitus house. <laughs> you are a sick, sick human being. Stop saying coitus. Why are you this way? It's a coitus clubhouse. <laughs> uh, we looked at adding one of those on one of the side yards that we got a decent amount of space on. You know, they don't do those for cheap. Then I was thinking, man, it'd be cool if I could just get something that's like a shell and do it myself. But then, you know, how are we getting power out there? We're going to have to call an electrician. A bidet, obviously, we're going to have to call a plumber. Like, you can't have a stabbing cabin without a bidet. (laughs) God. He he is right, because the last thing you want is is your lady to have to walk back inside. Well, I mean, you know. What are t-shirts for? (laughs) (laughs) Where did we go off track with this show? And I don't Never even mean right. this episode. I mean hold this show. On. Hold on. Hold on. From the guy, I was just trying to explain what was going on, and the guy goes, stabbing cabin. I didn't say it like a robot. <laughs> like a freaking like a freaking sedated Tourette's per like <laughs> stabbing cabin. So are you are you really at a point now where you you don't know what to do? Well, or have you have stabbing you found cabin. a conclusion? Yeah, what are you going to do, dude? Are you staying and you're just going to remodel? I think at this point, what's going to happen? Rylan froze on us. I hope we're good. Uh, yeah, you're good. Well, thank you. Uh, I think at this point, it is a matter of staying here and then doing as much of 
all of the plastic surgery as the surgeon uh, has suggested. Like we're not going to, there's no way we're going to be doing all of what she suggests. But I don't know what the other options are, dude. We're one, we're busting at the seams. Two, there's some stuff that we're just tired of dealing with. We have, I love this house. I absolutely love this house. I was telling Molly and I got emotional. Like I was thinking about leaving here and it genuinely like fucking was like a punch to the gut. Like one day I was looking around and looking at all the work I put into all the shit in the backyard. Every flower in this place now, I think, has come uh, by working my hands into the dirt. Like, obviously, I've had some help here and there, but most of what you see, like 90 percent kind of, of what Laura Ingalls Wildery on us all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, most of that. To outside and Molly, too. You know, I'm I'm not making it sound like it's all me, but like to leave this place like genuinely hurt it, it to think about it. It hurt. But like, dude, our, our bed, our so we're in the what do they call it now? Now the owner's suite, the governor's quarters. Oh, uh, no, no. We call just it, call it uh, the master bedroom. It's yeah, fine. Okay, primary. Right. They call it the primary. It's yeah, fine. the primary suite. <laughs> It's, the it's primary like, ensuite. Uh, the bathroom. Suite. Uh, the bathroom, like the part that has the toilet and the bathtub in it, I can touch all the walls by reaching my arms out like this. Yeah. Okay. See the the size of the bathrooms. Like our house is a little older. It's not it, as old as yours is, but it's older than most around here. And the all our bathroom is fine. We're we're ahead of y'all but we have that problem with the upstairs with the kids and we're like, we're stuck with it. That's the yeah. one temptation of the new, new house is that you guys, the, all they accept the laundry rooms are bigger. The pantries are bigger. The bathrooms are bigger. That's you guys uh, know what my closet looks like from the first 80 episodes of the show. Like again, I can walk in there, touch all of the walls with my, yeah. uh, of the closet by reaching my arms out. Like I've got technically, the same problems. Technically, it's a walk-in, but like it's it's tiny compared to like what you could have if you were to just up your mortgage a little bit. But now you up your mortgage a little bit, and yes, the bathroom is nicer and bigger, but it looks like it's nicer and bigger from 1995. And then there's no way we're going to move in there and just leave it as is. So you're either going to spend the money on the new place where your mortgage is like double or spend the money here and essentially double your mortgage. And it just doesn't. I, there are no do good not, options. Do not take me wrong. Do please do not take me wrong. This is not a real problem. This is not something that like no, we're actually. You're right. But it kind of is in a way because it's a problem that got created everybody our age is getting into this point, right? Like, because you get stuck, you know, yeah. and you just, you know, you, and it's all about, I feel like everybody born since the late sixties has had to deal with this in some way compared to our parents, which is that it's you're, you're subject to like random ass timing shit, doing something three years earlier or later than, than other people can screw you. Yeah. 
you know? And so it's like, I've been thinking the same thing about putting a pool in the backyard. Like I didn't want to do it in 2019 because I didn't want to finance very much of it. Well, now the amount I was willing to finance, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so much more expensive that it doesn't matter. Well, like, and I think about that too. We were going to do a uh, cash out equity refinance in 2020 when rates were super low, when we did our regular refinance, right? We were going to take some of that equity and put it into a pool, right? And we would have an awesome pool in the backyard right now, but we'd still have all this other stuff that you're talking about where we're busting at the seams in this room, don't have enough room in our closet for clothes for both of us. Yeah. But if, again, but if we're the same age, we're, we are the same age. If you yeah. buy the house three years earlier, it wouldn't have been yeah. not that crazy, and it, but you just didn't do it. And it's like you're it put it would have put you that it's all just a gamble. This stuff is out of hand, man. Like all this stuff with real estate and stuff, it's crazy. It's out of hand. I disapprove. I'm canceling. I don't want to be. I'm a hundred percent with you. It's it it's a headache of a situation. I don't want to be too crazy about it though, because ultimately. You know, you talk about just a couple of years. There are people who are our age who just miss the window and are what? Entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Still renting or still living in apartments or, you know, maybe live in a house, but there's no way they're getting out because they got at the at the top, highest top end. You could get into an entry level house. And now what are you going to do? Like you, you bought into the same house we're at for a little less than what ours is right now. And you've got, you know, maybe a little equity, but nothing that you could really do something with, you know? And so, so are, did you make a decision? We haven't gotten the, uh, are you making an announcement here tonight? Yes. Yeah, this... No, we haven't gotten the, uh, the plans back from, from LeBron. The... We, oh, we right. I'm sorry. The... Yeah. You, you have to get her options back and then you're going to have to pour over those, which is going to be everything we just talked about. Like, times 10 if i had <laughs> right? to say it right now i'm like 50 50 still we had basically said we're staying we're not moving but i'm gonna see how much all of this like struggle to make this place which again some of the ideas she came up with i was like wow that sounds awesome that didn't even occur to me wow yeah that would automatic easily add some space and yes we need what you're talking about and it doesn't seem like if we were to just do that one thing, not that big of a deal, but we're trying to do like four things. So I don't know. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to absolutely love everything she comes up with, but then, you know, there's no free lunch and there's no renovating your house while you get to stay in it. This isn't a movie. Oh. I can't, <laughs> you know, you want to come live with me? Can we? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. We could still be at the kids' school in less than five minutes. Yep. Uh, hell, we could even still go and like hang out in our own backyard and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll just Jason. Is your backyard big enough to? Is your backyard big enough to accommodate a office suite? Yeah. So yep. what if you guys went in together as partners and built one? And then Brad can live there while he okay. remodels. That's true. And we then you'll you. still, but you can, you can work out some kind of deal where you remain partners and, and Brad, even though it's your 
house or whatever, Brad will have a little stake in it so that he gets a little back out of it. Right? I got a little stake in it so it could be my stabbing cabin. <laughs> and it's just five minutes I don't, away. I right? don't, I don't want to see Brad walking out of the stabbing cabin <laughs> at 1030 in the morning. Just... <laughs> You know, it literally almost just, made me spit drink all over everything. T-shirt t- only. Just to be clear, here's what I envision. is T-shirt that, only waddling across my backyard <laughs> with a cigarette here, hanging out of the corner of his mouth. Here's what I envision. He's got a cigarette and he's got a crumpled up Ozarka water bottle in his left hand and a damp washcloth in his right hand. <laughs> here's what I envision is that Jason is working from home and he's pissed off texting Sarah, hey, can you go open the stabbing cabin for Brad and Molly? Because they said, they said it's locked. Just, just standing there with a <laughs> half-drunken beer in his hand. And just walking big, out. Big-time Cousin Eddie vibe. Hey, the, that reminds me of something. Um, I was at the starbucks nearby the other day and it's kind of an awkward setup it has a drive-through but the sidewalks aren't tom thumb starbucks no the one in westlake uh the one in the newer area it's awkward davis yep it's it's awkward to walk up into so you find yourself uh pat is seeing people standing in weird places because it's close to the drive-through but the the walk-up entrance is also right there. It's just awkwardly designed. Well, anyway, I was leaving um, the other day. I ran in and grabbed something, and I saw a guy, and he uh, he drew my attention because where he was standing was so close to the drive-through. Um, and I thought, was he like trying to talk somebody in a car? And then I looked at him, and he was um, he was he was smoking a cigarette and just talking on uh, like a ear earbuds or whatever, AirPods, earbuds, earpods and earbuds but he was and the reason he drew my attention is that between the animations of talking and he was holding he was like kind of hunched over kind of stooped over at the waist and he was he was holding he was holding his cigarette out like this oh like he was trying not to smell like the cigarette like yeah and yeah but it looked like he he was was calling spirits he was trying to social distance from his cigarette Right, right. And he would flick some ash off the end of it and be really, uh, he just, he looked like the way he was moving his arm, it looked like he was conjuring spirits. And so I kind of thought that it'd be a fun thing for us, for Brad to go places and walk around with his camera on, with his, like, taking video and he can be like TikTok guy and he can go critique people's smoking technique. That's mm. a great bit. It's a great I'm bit. into it. I, I'm into it, but I... I'm trying to think. I had an incident with a cigarette the other day. Oh, boy. And I thought of you guys because I they I was like, oh, they'd give me such a hard time for even thinking about it. I can't remember what it is, so I'm sorry for bringing it up. But uh, it's a good bit. I, I think you've come it, up with a very good bit. Yeah, because there are a lot of different there are a lot of different techniques you see from people. You got the guy who real violently smokes. Oh, here. Uh, here's what it was. Did you guys <laughs> listen to the ticket compound at all? Uh, yes, but I also fell asleep a lot, so it's real. And spotty. I don't even remember if this was the compound, but uh, the 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 musers on the ticket in Dallas were talking about uh, the way that older people used to just smoke around us. And Gordon was talking about how 
he relates the smell of smoking into a car uh smoking in a car with like luxury and adventure because his dad they they didn't necessarily have that much money but his dad uh, was a pastor of a church and when they were going to go on like a road trip the pastor would borrow somebody's like nicer car and they would go on their road trip in the nicer car like in 1985 would be like a lincoln whatever oldsmobile whatever would have like the plush tufted Mm. seats right and it would it would look very nice but it would smell like smoke and i just instantly as soon as he said it i knew exactly like what he was talking about yeah me too and then george was talking about how he remembers the smell of smoke like he loved the when somebody was lighting a lighter and i still think one of the reasons why i smoked when i did one of the reasons one a lot of the people around me who were smoking which is you know Watch out for your kids and who they hang out with. That's always going to be a big, big indicator of if they smoke as if the people around them are smoking. But my grandpa, dude, we would get in to his old Chevy. He would put the styrofoam container of a six pack in the back seat. We, Me and my brother would get in to the truck with him to drive around uh, small town East Texas while he went on plumbing jobs. And once he got the car, the truck up to speed... He would whip out the Zippo, run that thing across his leg, and that butane would pass through the air, just waft into the cabin of the truck. And then you would shortly thereafter, you would smell the the scent of a a Marlboro 100 catching fire. And (laughs) buddy, it's great. They're going to bury me with that one as a memory. Like that smell, that whole vibe, that sound, the red clay of Gladewater, Texas, like all of it. My grandpa's pearl snap shirts with his Indian tattoo. Why was everybody in the 50s, 60s getting chief tattoos on their forearms? What was that about? That is interesting. I haven't thought about that until just now. Well, but what was that right. about? Yeah. Wait, uh, he, he was your quintessential... East Texas Pearl Snap and Wranglers work boots and a cowboy hat in his Chevy with that Zippo running across his the side of his leg and that smell it took me back I, I almost wanted to pull over right there and be like fuck it I'll explain whatever I gotta explain I'm going to get a, a Zippo and a cigarette right now I'm I'm doing it and I you know common sense and 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 uh second thoughts got the better of me I didn't do it but I thought of you guys because I said if I did this right now. I think they'd respect this. I think they'd understand this. Yeah. You know what's funny is I I don't have any interest to smoke. I've never smoked. I don't it, it doesn't appeal to me in any way. But I absolutely when you were telling that story I could smell it and like the smell of it. I like the sound to to your point. I like the sound. When that when that the li- when the yeah. zippo clinks the snap, like when it yeah. snaps off and then clings the the bottom part of the clink yeah, and oh and, and this and the smell. I liked, I like the smell a little bit. I don't like having to breathe it all in, like when I'm trapped in the car. But I like the smell. Well, my grandpa a little bit different than my grandma. My grandpa windows down. Yeah, we're, we're full windows down. You just get enough of it to where you can smell it, but it's not suffocating. My grandma, on the other hand, in the Cutlass, windows open just enough to get the damn cigarette out. Yeah, because you don't want to mess your hair up with the wind and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, one of Sat the memories, that that, perm. 
Yeah. One of the memories it served me though is, you know, when you go into the the smoking habitat, like the smoke smell wears off like a day after being there, right? You don't notice it. Like you notice it, but it's not like stark. It's not distinct anymore. Like you you adapt to the smoke smell like after being there for a day, right? But if you ever had like uh, my grandma made chocolate pie and I just one of my favorite things from being a kid. Right. And when I would go to her house and eat a slice of chocolate pie, loved it. Absolutely. All time memory. Tremendous. Loved it. Right. But if she ever visited us and brought the chocolate pie because she knew I loved it, I would have to like choke it down. And yeah. it's because you didn't have the acclimation of being in the smoker habitat. Yeah, yeah right. And the right. pie existed outside of it. So now you're uh -huh. eating it in your regular home where neither of your parents ever even consider smoking. Yeah. And it tastes like you're eating a Winston cigarette. Yeah. Like that's what it, that's the dude, only thing you can grab from it. And spot it was on. tough. Spot on. What a great observation. Very true. The, you have to, you have to be born from the smoke to, to really, like you, you gotta, you gotta soak it all up. You gotta taste it. You gotta yeah. have been. You ha, you gotta have tasted it for days before There's you start to get comfortable. There's there an is. exclamation. It's like my buddy. Uh, I grew up with a buddy who was an Indian kid, and uh, we're talking like East East Asian Indian, not Native American, for the record. Okay. Um, East Asian or South Asian. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So I'll, I'll he, take it. Whatever. It, but anyway, you go to his house and you walk into his house, and the India is house... the largest nation in South Asia. Oh, the okay. whole of Southern Asia is called the Indian subcontinent because of okay. its supremacy in South Asia. Can you name some countries in East Asia, Rai? Sure. I think East Asia would primarily be. Japan and Korea, because I think once you go beyond that, you're talking Southeast Asia, well, Eastern China and Taiwan, obviously. But then I think after that, you're talking about uh, uh, Southeast Asia, where the best food is. You know, your Vietnamese cuisine, your Thai cuisine, what, what, things whatever. of that nature. The the point is, you walk crab rangoon, things of that nature, and you are hit straight in the face with curry and the spices i love it cardamom well, i love it too but when you walk into the smell it hits you real hard yeah and and you need when i would go over there and we would spend the night like back in the day when i was a kid if, if there wasn't a weekend that would go by there where i wasn't spending the night at somebody's house and it took like two hours at the house before the smell was gone to me completely did could not smell it if i tried at that point yeah but then i'd go home and the second you step foot in your house, it hits you like a ton of bricks again. And it's like... Because you can smell it on your clothes. It's in your clothes. It's in all your in loins. your clothes. It's smell all in is your weird. loins. Think about how weird smelling things are. It, it smells weird. It weird. smells really weird. Yeah. It's, it's the not, brain. It's so it's relative. The, it's the brain connection that Man. associated with the smell. Did uh, did this friend, uh, did his family hook you up with some some of that good food that was causing the that smell no but it, so he insisted when i would go over there that we get like pizza or something we used mm -hmm. to walk over to like jack in the box the one over here or cc's the one over here 
that's that's where we would walk in in because he I think he was embarrassed by the prospect of us eating his food and I I don't blame him I probably would have poo pooed all over it at the time now nowadays would have been a dream come true to walk over to an Indian mom's house and have her make me some biryani or something but uh, no at the time we didn't mess with the funny thing about that kid so Indian parents are weird just in general they're <laughs> He's on his They're own. Weird. He's on his own. No, Indian parents are weird, and, and they completely would tell you this. on his I own. Can, Jason Southwood say, saying this. So we one rise day we in playing, tech. I'm in dentistry. We can't just be saying stuff like this, okay? One day we were playing basketball. They, 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 like they lived right down the. They're like my parents too. We we uh, we, we were playing basketball. I was over there every day. We were playing basketball on the back patio. Uh, we were dunking because we lowered it. So we were fucking. Like shack dunking and blocking each other, we lowered it down to like six and a half. We should probably devote an entire Human Dads episode to the early to mid '90s era of the adjustable basketball yeah. goal. Oh my god! I the, mean, the can day, we just the days can we, we just had ac- acknowledge and package this for later that that for the, our the, micro the, generation is like the most important. You know what? We 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 might try to do a quick turnaround. The lowered basket needs to make it to uh our next Yeah, well, we could talk weekend. about that because the the feeling of dunking on your friend like like Shaki- like there's <laughs> nothing so ingrained nothing like in it. the in the culture. Yeah. Say yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll save that. So package that. But anyway, we're playing basketball and the guy next door, white kid, piece real piece of shit comes over and he wants to play with us. He's well, always you know just one of those they guys. Can be. Yeah, you know how the whites are. And anyway, this guy bodies me into the garage door and my elbow goes through the window of the garage oh, door. <laughs> and I and I immediately take it out cuz just reflect, you know, reflexes and a shard is sticking up after it comes out and I go Oh dude, I, it's so bad. <laughs> that you can see like the white meat of the of the oh, arm no. hanging out, yeah. Oh god! So blood everywhere, and I kind of I walk it. You know, every everyone's freaking out. There's blood everywhere. He runs in to get his mom, and, and they they're like, "All right." They pull out the hose and start. And I'm like, "Hey, can, can I grab a ride home? Because I think this is pretty bad." And they're like, "I don't know. I don't really want to get blood in the car." <laughs> so I walked home. I walked home. From his house, just like bleed. So there, to this day, there's still blood on the sidewalk where I walked home. Hold on. With a... <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is they, 30 years ago. I, I like how you blame this yeah. on them being Indian, which, again, distance. I am not. No, that's a that's just one of their things. They don't like. Did they, they don't have like a Mercedes or it was they're, like they're, one of everything the... is very clean. Like their house is spotless. Like they're very very. So you took the piece of glass out, and then they're like, "Let's just put a little water hose tussing on it." Yeah, yeah. They and didn't even you help you get home. a. They didn't help you get a bandage or anything. No, they, I walked home open wound. One of his socks. No, or... nothing, bro. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If that happened to one of my kids, we might have had to pay to visit. We're going right. We're going. We're getting the kid taken care of, and we are going right to your front door. I've been. Yes. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to be this right about something my whole life, motherfucker. It was only like a block and, and a half. It's sadly home, happening to you now. It was I, only I mean, like a couple. Doesn't blocks. matter. Doesn't but get yeah. you not it, get you a bandage though. Yeah, this sounds was, like. Uh, 
was it Sweden where we found out like when you spend the night with a Swede, you just stay up in your in the friend's room while the family goes down and stairs and eats like they don't. It's not it's not implied that (laughs) you get to eat with them. Yeah, that you get to have like dinner and breakfast and everything. That you just like stay up bring, in the room, bring some trail mix and a bottle of water, and <laughs> that's really what it. you're supposed to do. Is like you're supposed to bring your food, have your own meal, and that's like, weird. I, wow. To me, wow. this treatment of a wound though is right up there with the Swedes being like, mm-hmm. "Nah, you ain't eating dinner with us because it's an injury." I liked her though. She was a good one. I I I hope she's still around. I I did like her despite that. The friend or the mom? I'm gonna gonna let you in. I'm gonna let you in on a little something right now, Jace. We were talking about a mom that didn't help a kid bandage up his cut arm and also didn't give him a ride home when he cut his arm on her on her glass. If she was a mom today, she would be a very unpopular Facebook mom. Yeah, oh, no doubt. That might be fair, but let's think about it from her perspective. She just incurred house repair. Yeah, no, I do think that that was part of it, that she was pissed she that the window got broken. like, because you guys were dicking around and couldn't even bother to open the garage door while we're playing basketball. You know I've told well, you while we're playing basketball, open the garage door. No, because then the car will get kid. hit. You can't, you, the yeah, car you, can get hit yeah. with the ball. That's also true. What's but it's a not your kid, do man. To a car? Dude, they're so that's that's why she didn't want to give me a ride home. It's like everything has got to be dude, no one takes better care of their house and their cars than the Indian family. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that right now. Shout out to all the Patels and Coley's and Shaw's. I'm trying to think of other surnames from India and South Asia. Um, seriously, I uh, fuck with the Indians heavy. I yeah, I got like a dozen I'm, Patels who uh, treat me very, very, very kindly and yeah. make it possible that I I get the paycheck that I do. Uh, love the Indians, dude. All we'll always love the Indians forever. Good people. Damn good people. Have you guys ever looked at your podcast app and looked at our podcast and noticed that it says category parenting? I I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't do that. And I've tried changing it, and I don't know how to change it. It's in the. It's got to be in the. It it's got to be in the RSS feed. But I was more just imagining a person who was like, "I'm going <laughs> to click on category." Parenting. Hey, speaking of parenting, you guys did not engage me at all. I found a new wonderful podcast, and we're going to be breaking it not down on our next episode. You guys need I'd to rather, get on I'd, ra- I'd rather you. I'd rather you read Riley Green lyrics. You guys need anything to get, called Alpha Dad. I'm out. You guys need to get in on Alpha Dad Consulting. Okay, God, especially so the last episode where he has the guy on from Superhuman Fathers. Okay, so we had a cross network event from Alpha Dad Consulting and Superhuman Fathers. Okay, and you guys won't even give it a chance. Because it's not just stuff about being a good dad. There's stuff about being a good husband in there. Okay. There's stuff about being the family man that your family requires. And oh, yeah, part of that is calling your wife on her bullshit when she's out of alignment. Okay? 
Give me an example of that last one. Those no, package I, it. Package I it. wish. I wish. No, I want Brad to give us an example right now while he's engaged on this topic. I need him to give Rylan, us an example that Mister. I wish. What's the guy's name? Alpha I don't Dad. know anybody's name. Uh, Alpha Dad. Uh, Alpha I want Dad you to tell us Alpha. I want you to tell us Alpha Dad's example of when <laughs> he had put, to put his get wife his wife back in line, as it were, in alignment. In alignment. In alignment. I wish that I was like, like what I just said to you was exact verbatim words taken from a comment on the show. Like, I wish I was just doing a bad parody and it was a joke. But the dude was like, no. And part of being in a relationship is I'll call my wife when she's out of alignment. I'll call her on it. Out of alignment. Was he like, is he like a chiropractor? Dude, listen yeah, to the whole a, thing. Is she a four wheel drive? Yeah, it's all military, <laughs> mechanical, alpha order, dominant, yeah, confrontational. Fuck, you know, I am in. That's, I the, am in. that's the language. You got to listen to it. Please. I'm in. Yeah, I'm please in. Confrontational just talk. If, please like just listen to Alpha Dad's Consulting, the last episode with right. Superhuman Fathers. Please just right, I'll do please it. just listen to the it. one episode so we can break it down. And if you're still listening as a listener at one minute and uh, one hour and eight minutes here, please you go listen to Alpha Dad's consulting episode with the superhuman father guy. Stop! St st stop repeating the characters over and over. They're not characters, Jason. This they're real life. They offer. Uh, self-help they are they speak they have guys in their tribe who were wanting to be oh, better fathers God. and uh better family men and better husbands they want to lose weight they want to achieve they want to open businesses they want to open side hustles because listen one of the things grind. that i'm rise always grind, man rising grind, grind one of the things i'm always telling people is what if you lose your job are you developing any skills outside of your job so that you have alternate revenue streams? Should If you lose your job, it's sad to say, but that's the life that we live these days in this current time. If you lose your job, your family is going to go hungry. Are they so chasing that? Be, Are they chasing that with a thanks a lot, Joe Biden? You need to. I, I, I can only. Maybe in their um, internal monologue a little bit. I can only imagine so, but I haven't heard that yet. I'm only like three episodes in. And some YouTube he's clips. Three episodes in. This sounds horrible, Jason. This he's three. Take... The things he does for the show, though, Ryland, you have yeah. to give him that. Well, it's either this or watch Braves show. games. Yeah, what is this? I'm watching Braves games on mute with this in in my ear. <laughs> take <God>. us out. <laughs> I'm watching this on mute, just praying that they put Ron Washington on the screen and I'll hit pause and turn it up. Oh. Alpha dads, man. Gentlemen, that was the end. Of, uh, what episode is it, Jason? 142. 69, I think. Right? 169. Uh, it was a good one. I, I appreciate everybody's effort. Keep your keep your shit in alignment as it relates to smoking cigarettes, because you never know where two yeah. might be creeping around the corner. Seriously, and I I hope all of you 
uh, find a stabbing cabin. Really, that's what I you hope for all You don't find one. No, you don't find one. Yeah. No, don't go I find hope that a stabbing you, cabin. I hope that you find a candle late in the man. kitchen one night when you're putting up a random up household with- item that you just find a candle sitting in there. Cover Might need to cover up your dog's blood. fart. <laughs> Tell your mom to listen. Tell your mom to put on the little red, white, and blue American flag tank top for yeah. Memorial Day. Tell your mom yeah. to do that because yeah. it's Memorial Day for the troops. Wear those high-waisted jeans. Those real high-waisted ones. Oh, yeah. The real high-waisted ones. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. For Brad, for Ryland, for Jason, and especially for Ryland. <laughs> He's going to quit the show. He is going to quit the show. <laughs> He's gonna, soon it'll be me and Brad talking about stabbing cabins and cigarettes. Stabbing cabins, cigarettes, and dog farts. The first line of my show notes that I'm probably never going to actually bring in, so I'm just going to leave it with y'all now, is that I'm still I'm 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 still mad at Bill Cosby for us not being able to laugh at his shit anymore. <laughs> this man invented the Zerbert, and, and but he had to go rape like a hundred women. Fuck him. This is me off. Dude, Fuck that's Bill what Cosby. Ryland, that's, what Ry- that's what Ryland's mad about. It's it so dark. Like we just we're supposed to keep it light in the show. Well, I'm just saying it was on my mind. I made some reference the other day, oh. Courtney and I did, and I laughed and said, "Well, can't laugh at that anymore because he had to go rape everybody." Fucking sucks, man. Fuck him. For uh, bring the Ryland, bread for Rylan. Oh, that'll Human teach you to play the outro twice. Human dads. We'll uh, we'll see it on the flip side, guys. Alpha Dads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go listen to Alpha Dads uh, Consulting. Uh, we'll have y'all next week. Thanks Get for your listening. Get your wife in line. God, Jesus. <laughs> I, I hate yeah. him too, dude. I Kill hate it. him too. <laughs> I, I, I don't even like the bit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom, listen. Bring the bread. Jason, stop the recording. I can't. I can't stop the recording. Jason, stop the recording. Quit hitting yourself. Hey, are we gonna are we gonna <laughs> try to yourself. sneak one, are we 